Scallywags, scoundrels, rogues, and rebels, Asylum Studios is pleased to present a show that will bend your mind, scramble your morals, and ruin your good taste. This is not a show to take home to your mother and definitely not one for the children. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chaos and Disorder. Yes, sir. Welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Flieger, joined as always, just back from the Obama Martha's Vineyard birthday party, the silver-haired simpleton, Mr. Rick Briggs, and over there on the ones and twos, looking confused and smelling like booze, it's Mr. Alejandro Finkelstein. Check out everything the show has to order. Reach out and touch us. Yes, where the bathing suit covers at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, Chaos and Disorder Pod on the Facebook, and of course, BubbleButt69 at Hotmail.com if you want to email the show. <laughs> yeah, you got to quit getting. Did you just no sell me? That was a great intro, and you completely well, you got, you got and Bowser writing your material for you. But I don't know who this Bowser it. is. If he writes no material for me <laughs> yeah. whatsoever, and you deliver it with the timing of a table. Speaking right? of I mean, timing, where's the king no sell? I mean, that was pure brilliance. That one was. That was on me. I I should have one hundred percent. And give yourself a yay for missing that, too. <laughs> no, you don't get a yay for missing that. That is gold. You said gold, loud, Jerry. Jerry. Give it yays. We're not just allowed to take them for ourselves. That's all. It's like yeah, but give him a yay. But you can't give him a yay for effing up the show because you know sold the entrance. That's some sideways that, logic. Uh, that email was priceless this week. It was. Last week, you set the bar like here for our radio listeners for for those of you listening he's reaching above his head but this slightly this week but in all actuality it is a uh, chaos and disorder pod at gmail.com thanks andy frampton (laughs) oh so andy frampton's boring no your email address is boring what are you trying to start trying to start heat between me and broncos you don't want heat with him i don't think so (laughs) No, thanks, Andy Frampton. Bring him in. Find him on, uh, what is that, Instagram? Not Instagram. TikTok, TikTok and Facebook, at Bronco Swanson. Real Rival Lovers for the Great Music, at Real Rival Lovers on Twitter. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, are and my... Wait a minute. Oh. My colleagues will tell you where else you can find them. I quit listening a while ago. I'll, I'll reiterate. Bandcamp. Okay. Ah, Yes. Let's the see. camp that is banned. In, in 30 seconds, he created heat with Andy and told rival lovers he doesn't listen to him anymore. Nice. <laughs> I, I think you're telling yourself a story over there, <laughs> is, is what I think's happening. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, Alejandro. I think it. you're you're so enamored by the show open that you're just trying to take me down. Sad week, you know. All good. Well, right off the top, <laughs> we're going to list dead people. Well, awesome. Well, no, the passing of Bobby Biden. I mean, that was, uh, and, and you guys really aren't, I mean, you remember Bobby Bowden, obviously, oh, some of the floors. Very State well. Thing. But, I mean, talk about just a mainstay for years and years. Uh, you know, just to give you um, just a clue of what this guy did. He took over Florida State in 76. After about a decade, you know, being, uh, he, he had been to bowl games, Gator Bowl, Citrus, Peach, and so forth. But from 1987 through 2000, 
Never had a record worse than 10-2. and two. Oh, yeah. He had a Never. ridiculous run of double-digit wins. Probably should have won six national championships. Uh, yeah, agreed. If he ever and... found a kicker. <laughs> but Great coach. Terrible kicking recruiter. Terrible. Just terrible kicking recruiter. However, like you said, he still should have won probably – Five national oh, championships. I would think so. I heard a story. It was Paul Feinbaum. I, I think it was on Tony Kornheiser's podcast yesterday. I, I believe so, anyhow, telling the story of, can you imagine this now? Throughout his entire tenure, if the media wanted to talk to Bobby Bowden, you know how they got a hold of him? How was that? They didn't go through the SID. They called They him. didn't send an email. You called him at his house. Right. And if he wanted to speak, you went to his house and you sat at yeah. his kitchen, kitchen table and you interviewed Bobby Bowden. Could you imagine that happening now? No. And th- that was Bobby Bowden. And I can remember I lived in Florida in the early 80s and um, – he was just starting to get known. Right. Um, you know, because Tallahassee back then was backwater. I was in north central Florida. Um, he had really made, got a name for himself. I think it was 79. It was like 11 and 1. Then all of a sudden, Florida State started becoming prominent, noticed. Um, they were still an ind- independent back in those right. days. And, um, but yeah, every time you saw him, I don't think he ever changed his style. Had the the Panama hat, you know, or, right? Um, depending on the season, he might have had the little pullover sweater, but in you know, but always the slacks. He always looked like a country club guy. Oh yeah, know? yeah, he sunglasses, looked, he looked an yeah, old just, golfer. Yeah. When you think about the length and breadth of his career, what he did through the '90s and even well into the 2000s, Feinbaum in that same interview told a story where Bowden was the a finalist and was expected to get the Alabama job. I believe it was in '87, and ended up I forget who they chose. It was a name that didn't even ring a bell to me in '87. And the reason given that Alabama didn't hire him is he was all, he was too old and was past his prime. <laughs> and he went on for this, another 20 years, just fantastic Yeah, like 87 is kind of interesting. That was the first year that I mentioned in that right. never below 10 and 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but he was already incredible. past his prime and Alabama hey, couldn't and have see, him. See, there's another guy that was in a special prime right oh, there. Oh, so, so now Bobby it's Biden. you and Bobby Biden. You put yourself on that tier. Uh, not quite. Oh, oh, well, that's that's bold <laughs> yeah. of you. That's very magnanimous. Well, thank you. I Mag- don't want to speak ill of the dead where he can't fight back. So, <laughs> yeah, but no, right. that was just that was that was just sad. And um, anybody else die you want to mention, or can we get on with the show? No, if I come across a dead person, I'll tell you. <laughs> I appreciate. It's always that. a good story. So speaking of Alabama and the SEC, loosely, I didn't speak of Alabama. Yeah, you know, we have not spoken yet. I did. We have not yeah. spoken yet on the. Oklahoma and Texas moving to the SEC, the death of the Big 12. Speaking of Florida State, now Florida State's begging the SEC to take them. What what does this mean for the future of college football? What it means is the SEC should just be a league. Get rid of the NCAA. Well, they're done. Once the basketball TV contract's up, the NCAA's gone. I really don't know what it means, to be honest with you, Rick. They're just turning into I, – I don't even know how to put it because the Big Ten, the SEC, 
Mitch is up there yeah, fixing bro. something, I guess. Here I we go know. again. Damn yep. it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Settle down up yeah. there. I mean, they call it the Power 5. You get a few more years, it's going to be maybe a Power 2. It, it seems that way. I'm, I'm thinking the ACC is going to expand. Certainly the SEC is expanding and the Pac-12. And I think you've got your three regions in the Big Ten. I think you have four. And you've got four regions of the country covered. And it's but just that. But who's the Pac-12 going to going to steal if you think about it from what i've seen with some of the conference realignment they might get south carolina i mean who knows you don't have to live in the pack to be a part of the pack 12 i'm just thinking of the um really powerhouse teams i mean they just took two of the biggest from the big 12 right and quite frankly i think as their game they're going to be like missouri you know, and and A and M moving into that conference. Yeah, they're going to be decent. Right, uh, Missouri is a little not quite even decent in football sometimes, but you know they're going to be decent. But they're not going to be two of the big dogs anymore. Right. I mean, you've got Bama, you've got Florida, you got LSU, Auburn, and you know I I just don't see Oklahoma becoming one of the big big dogs in that conference. But anyway, getting away. You don't from, see Oklahoma. No, I don't because they. Whoa, get, that's but, bold. Well, they're going to be ranked, but I mean, you saw you saw A and M, highly touted in the Big Twelve there for a few years. They get grabbed over. Yeah, they get. They usually seem to get ranked in the preseason, which Oklahoma will, of course. Yeah, they only go to the playoff every year, so I'm yeah, assuming but they're, they now may they're get... in the SEC. You got to right. play Bama, you got to play Auburn, you got to play LSU. You're not playing freaking Texas Tech. You're not playing Kansas. You're not, you know, in Kansas State. You're playing legitimate heavyweights week in and week out for the most part. Right. And now you're going to see instead of a a one or two loss season, now all of a sudden, you know what, nine and four is going to be the norm, I think. Unless they start, they're going to have to really somehow aggressively trump the the recruiting of some of these perennial powers in the SEC, and I don't know if they can do it. You know, that's something I wonder. I've never talked to a high-level college recruit before because I hear this argument a lot in on radio and on Twitter. Does the conference matter to a recruit at all? Because intellectually I'm thinking, all right, so Oklahoma already recruits really, really well, well enough to finish in the top four every season essentially for the last ten years it feels like. Does moving to the SEC give them a recruiting boost? Do they stay flat? Does it hurt them? I'd be curious about that because I would think if they can recruit to play in the top four, your point taken that they're going to be playing better competition week in and week out, are they pulling the same recruits that Alabama and Georgia are looking at versus recruiting against Texas and Oklahoma State and those schools they're generally recruiting against? I'm looking at some of the schools that you and I are more familiar with. You just – Pitt and Syracuse oh, going, to the, going to the ACC. Sure didn't do them any good, did it? No. Boston College is another well, one. It depends on how you define did them any good in well, terms of winning championships and getting recruits. No, in and terms competitive of teams. In terms of money, it was the best move oh, they ever course. made. And that's why Oklahoma and so forth going right. as well. Um, no, I mean, but what I'm talking about is the recruiting and competitive teams. Um, really see no difference. Pete's Pitt's mediocre. Yeah. Syracuse still mediocre. Oklahoma on a whole different plane, though. 
They are, but now they're moving into a different realm. I mean, it, it was Oklahoma and Texas right. in that conference. Right. Well, now you're – I mean, it's LSU. It's Alabama. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You go in Alabama, and they're talking pro football. They talk oh, no. Alabama and Auburn. No. Yeah, that's all they care about. That's right. it. I mean, they, like I said, you have the LSUs. you got the Florida. And if Florida State gets in there, they're just another one. And they've been down a few years just starting to climb back. Tennessee is still trying to get back to prominence after pushing – past his prime Phil Fulmer out. Oh, so he was past his prime. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. that I mean, that's why they let him go. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, you talk about this conference matter. I don't think it does for recruiting so much. I think it can hurt them. I don't know if it really can help. Because you look at your Kentuckys, your Vanderbilts, and so forth. They're right. in the SEC. They never get any good. Oh, forgot Georgia, of course. Um, well, they're up there recruiting. That's right what I'm saying. Alabama, that, yeah. Another one of the teams in Oklahoma and them's going to have to be playing. Um, but no, I mean, I, I just I think from a competitive standpoint, I think it's going to hurt them in the long run, money wise. Of course, like you said, probably the best move they ever made. Yeah, and I just wonder what this is going to look like in the future again i think we can universally agree the ncaa is going away and and you're going to see right well yeah they've dug their own grave there but you're going to see this power kind of vacuum and you're going to see be it two three four conferences power five that this broken into then what somebody still has to govern this or are we seeing a day where the SEC exists as its own entity, an expanded SEC, an expanded ACC exists as its own entity, so on and so forth? If that's the case, does Notre Dame finally get over themselves and join a conference? I just don't know what – I don't like it. And I think we're going to lose touch with one of the things that makes college football so great. Look, I am long, long past the delusion – of real amateurism in big-time college football. But as this happens, this now becomes professional football. Well, here's another question. You add two more teams to the SEC. What if they bring in Florida State? Okay, now what do you do? Do you have three divisions? Perhaps. And then now you're adding even more games, these playoff games and so forth, which is one thing I've always had issue with. If just for an example, we'll just throw we like throwing Alabama around. They go twelve and zero. Now all of a sudden they get into a playoff and just happen to catch a hot nine and three team or whatever, and upsets them in that playoff. Now all of a sudden their season's out the window. Of course, the playoffs is a little different, but you, you get my meaning. If right. you know whatever. Now all of a sudden this one playoff game can ruin it for somebody that had has, a, has had a magnificent season and somebody just got on a heater for 45 minutes. Well, that happens and, in the NFL every year. But yeah. that's not the same thing. Well, it's getting to that point, well, I guess. it's wins and losses, period. I mean, it, it's – okay, my point is they don't have – well, yeah, I mean, I guess with the, the play-in game right. with the wild cards, but – it's not the same thing because you can go twelve and or you can go whatever fifteen and zero in the NFL. Well, you have a first round bye in the playoffs. Okay. In college, you still have to play to see if you won your conference if you're in a division. 
Oh, so you're talking that's about ludicrous. the conference championship yes, games. Yes, that's well, what I'm talking well, about. Well, the answer to all your questions is what, Rick? Money. Money. Well, of yeah, that's what, that's the only reason they're yeah. playing it. No, no, no. Big buck. Obviously, I love the playoff system. <laughs> you know, you know, get if you've made the playoffs, that's right. fine. I hate the conference yeah, playoff. Yeah, it's that's stupid. Dumb. It really hasn't happened yet. And somebody's going to write into the show and and tell us I'm missing one. But there hasn't been a big upset in a conference championship game that I can remember in the playoff era that's upset that that apple cart. But it's bound to happen. Someday. The only one that I can remember. I mean, and it's been years ago. I think like, and it may be one of the first ones. I think it was Big Twelve when Kansas State was like a one loss team and Texas A and M upset them. Yeah, in the could, playoff. could be something like something that, of but that not, nature, but nothing. Earth shattering, like yeah, you're yeah. Talking about. Florida hasn't come in and beaten Georgia right. or Alabama, an undefeated Alabama team. It, right. it doesn't seem like it happens that often. You know, before we get moving, we uh, I have a couple of things I want to discuss with oh. our producer. Oh, okay. Um, Should we sell some coffee and come back to this? No, or are I we going to do it this now? right now? All then right. we'll cover some coffee. Um, number one, Rick, you probably unbeknownst to you, unless you sat on the throne and leafed through Twitter and saw a tweet from our good friend, uh, Chris Gooden, who happened to, f- this guy's been holding out on us. You know, we talked about Belarus, the trouble they've been having a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, how he fled out of there. Well, apparently he's relocated to Chile and he's a jazz guitarist. Wait, Finkelstein is? Alejandro Finkelstein he on Facebook. Went to Chile and became a uh, jazz How have you been managing this uh, transfer? Why do you think I'm so dog-tired all the time? Well, I saw how dog-tired you were this morning, as you can see. I don't know if you noticed his hand all bandaged up. I did. I meant to ask, but well, then I remembered I didn't care. <sighs> what happened? He put it through the window of his garage door. I guess I'll let him explain. Oh, yeah, you could do that. So. Why does everything he say start with, so. (laughs) I'm trying to mend ways with Mitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we have a little cookout. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Did you know that Mitch is a nudist? (laughs) I did not, know. So he explains to me that, you know. This is his lifestyle. I'm like, hey, man, your thing. We're we're trying to mend bridges here. He brought a. Uh, so that's why he doesn't like you talking about shoes, right? Okay. Uh, he brought a a healthy batch of kombucha over. Uh, we partook. I was putting the grill away and stumbled over some baggage and pew, hand right through the garage door window. And Mitch stood above you and laughed heartily. Mitch, I'm sure he he did chuckle. But uh, he was nurturing, very caring. Gross. He, he took me in his arms, lifted me up like I was paper. It just got weird all of a sudden. I don't like that. So on Thursdays, Mitch and I are going to go to dinner. Oh, so you have a standing date night. Yep. With Mitch. Yeah. He's, and we're going to talk about kombucha recipes. What's a kombucha? It's a healthy tea that well, has... When is he going to clean the studio? Because we, you know, broadcast Friday. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Yeah, I don't You're know. You're trying if... to ruin date night, and <laughs> Mitch is pissed. Don't ruin date night. Me and Mitch are tight. I'm, no, not, I'm not worried. I just tell him that oh, you said you, you said you're not worried about Mitch. Yeah. yeah I'm going to remember that. 
Want to sell some coffee? Jot that one down. Yeah, I guess we could sell a little bit of coffee. So uh, we'll do that. What else do we got? Now, you know, I want to talk. We talked about him on the fantasy show or will on Friday. <laughs> yeah, it hint, was planned. And, uh, but I, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers a little bit, the situation in Colorado. We got lots of stuff to get to, and I'm sure you'll find somebody else dead during the break. So Probably could, but I'll tell you what. Get over to deadsledcoffee.com. Officially licensed Bill Mosley Coffee. Single origin Peruvian coffee is now out at Dead Sled. That was weird timing. We should have ran the commercial first, then you could do that. This is the commercial. You oh, we just doing a live read? We're not playing it? See, wait a minute. <laughs> now, okay, Hold Alejandro. On. No, no, now, no, no. Now, Alejandro, you it. and I are always, always accused of never listening, aren't we? Factually accurate. What did we discuss at the beginning of the show? Because we were talking about Bill Mosley. You said that the email was deleted. Yeah, I found it. But I found it online. I'm just going to read it from there. Again, that's the value add, like I do, the mad pitchman that I am for the chop shop every week. You didn't think it was necessary to let me know we weren't running the tape spot and you weren't going to add on. You were just doing a live read. And if that was the whole live read, it wasn't good. No, because why? Because the talent in his own mind interrupted me in the middle of it. But go ahead, play that, then we'll do a value win. No, Since you, we, you no, can't do no, it. No, no, no. We owe it to we them. We owe them nothing. I'm not doing anything, so if you're not playing it, I guess we're not being played. Well, I like when we do this, when Rick just refuses to talk like a petulant child. It got to the solo part, so I turned it up. Oh, that's good. Okay, you two can go about your business. (laughs) So what am I doing now? I'm running the coffee ad? This is what you you decided? All right, go buy some coffee, damn it. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED. 15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. I thought calming music before you went into talking about the new that's, roast. That's very beautiful. But no, as I started before I was so rudely interrupted. Usually that's my job. Ah, oh, damn it, I just did it. Here we go again. I, I have no idea what's going on. I am actually, for the for once in my life, not screwing stuff up, but you guys are just picking up the slack, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean surpassing it, by, you know, by leaps and bounds, and we, I'm so proud of we you. We are taking the baton like the U.S. relay team. But go to deadsled.com. Bill Mosley Coffee is life. Single origin Peruvian coffee. Man, I mean to tell you, it's bold, smooth, no bitter aftertaste. 
And I tell you what, this is uh, 12-ounce bags. It's available now in whole bean and ground. So get to deadsledcoffee.com. And if I remember correctly, I think his daughter did the artwork for the bag. Yes. Ex- yes, Marion Mosley. is Her one-of-a-kind drawing pays homage to two of Bill's most iconic characters. So uh, get that. Check it out. Definitely. Yeah, good stuff. Good. I mean, it's... I have yet to have anything. There's nothing bad that they yeah. come up with at all. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. So I thought uh, I thought Mr. Fligger had an emergency. And he left the studio, but now he's back. So fortunately. Saving the world all day is all yeah, I do, yeah, Rick. Boy, all oh, I do. Damn. Were you still selling coffee? That was like a 15-minute ad they got. You getting a bonus? You get a little kickback I don't know about? A little extra spiff? I'm just not talking. Extra spiff. You, know, you you speaking of spiffs, you just went upstairs, tried to butter up Mitch, and then come down here and complain because we're buttering up dead sled. Well, you can butter them up all you want. I just think you're getting extra spiff. Well, that's good. <laughs> is that like a, is that another new one that I don't know? It may be. Yeah. Huh. What's that? I'm I, I'm a plethora of pinatas when it comes to alliteration. My daughter gets spiffs all the time, and we talk about that hey. daily. I got a yay, so you can quit being so damn nasty. Speaking of which, <laughs> of Mr. being nasty, or your daughter getting spiffs? Neither one. Oh, well, then why would you say speaking? <laughs> because of? last week on, I think it was the Asylum show, you know, you, had, you said a question or whatever, and I said, indubitably. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with your, you know, plethora of alliteration, you go, is that really a word? Plethora of pinatas whatever. of alliteration. Plethora of pinata, whatever comes out of you when somebody hits you. You're grumpy today. I was happy when I got here. Then you walked in, and then it just evolves. It devolves. I think he's right. No, my grumpiness evolves. Oh, 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 oh. Go back to sleep. <laughs> but did you know that indubitable is from the 15th century? I was unaware. That that is how old that that word is, and it basically it it is a word that has remained true to its Latin roots, which most all of the words come from. It arrived in Middle English in the 15th century from Latin indubitabilis, and it means too evident to be doubted. And did you know that backwater? Is from means the, Finkelstein. Is from the 14th century. Okay. And all it means is the water behind the dam. Makes sense. Yeah. It's still water. Well, Mr. Fligger ran out of the studio yet again with his phone, so it's you and I again, buddy. Saving the world. Saving the world <laughs> like only we can do. Hey, I got one for you. I'm ready. I got to yell because the article's way over yinder. But did you happen to see that White-tailed deer tested positive for COVID-19 antibodies. Oh, good for him. Which means... He got over it. (laughs) Which means, at one point, they had it. Yeah, but he got over it. Yeah. And he's fine. And he didn't even go to the hospital. Apparently not. But uh, they were the... Not the CDC, but like the... What they call me? SDC or something like that. They said that... um, they can't be or, uh, transferred to humans, but they aren't sure how the deer got it. So we have deer randomly getting 
COVID. They don't know how they got it, but they are 100% positive that they can't pass it on to humans, despite not knowing how they got it. Well, quite frankly, that's just silly. Right? Like, who's going out there and sneezing in Whitetail's nostrils and their snouts? Well, the point of the matter is, they don't know where it came from because... They don't know what the where the deer was. However, if people were in the woods, or if a dog that was around people get into the woods, whatever the case may be, it just gets picked up. Yeah, simple as that. I bet you those white tails were licking some toilet seats. Well, they usually do. <laughs> All right, I got a quiz for you, Mister Flager. Now that you're back in the studio for ten minutes, it's a. <laughs> I'm not having a good good evening here. I'm going to give you a question. False. C. And I want to see if you can get as many of the top five as you can. All right. The most valuable NFL teams in 2021. Most valuable NFL teams in 2021. So clearly Dallas. Number one. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Not that you would be prepared for or anything like well, I wasn't that. I was about to give you the fact or fiction uh, stuff, but we'll do that. I'd have to say, based on the new stadium, the L.A. Rams. Number four. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Raiders with the new stadium. Ooh, no. All right, let's go some traditional. Oh, got to be New England. Number two. So I've got. So you have three and five to go. So I got three and five. You know, one that's always up towards the top that always stunned me is Washington. No oh, longer. Excuse the, me, I hit the wrong button. Oh. Number five. For, for whatever reason, yep. anytime those lists come out, they're up in the top they five. They are, yep. So I'm one just more. missing four. No, you're missing number three. I'm missing number three. <laughs> Give you one more guess and then we'll go to the next one. Uh, Pittsburgh. I don't think that's true. No. The Giants. Ah, Number yeah, three. the New York market. Yeah. Can you guess the five least valuable franchises? Jacksonville. No. No. Wow. They're number 26. <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> I'm willing to bet the last place you will never guess, and it'll blow your mind. Wow. That's that's quite a build-up he gave me there. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised, but it didn't blow my mind. So yeah. I've, I've kind of tampered a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cincinnati. <laughs> they are 31. Oh, so there's one worse than Cincinnati, and it's going to blow my mind. Who's playing in an old dump of a barn? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think of. It's all about the stadium deal, right? Because they get the same media money, so it's a stadium deal. You know who I th- – maybe this is the one that blows my mind. What about Green Bay? Oh, I thought I was getting clever there. I let him, I let him bait <laughs> don't, me. Don't get clever. I let him bait. Think logically. I let him bait me into something there. Uh, Cleveland. 29. Let's stay in the division. Baltimore. Damn it. Uh, Carolina. They stink. I'll give you three more guesses to try to get all three. Oh, so I got to go perfect from yeah. here on out. Um, 
No, no. Arizona. They were 27. Ah, see, I'm, I'm in the right neighborhood. You need 28, 30, and 32. Oh, I didn't do as well on this one. No, you're yeah. not going to get them all. All right. Oh, I still get the rest of my guesses, even I'll though I more, even sure. though I choked it away. Miami. Damn. Um, Houston. Twenty-eight, Tennessee. Really? Twenty-nine, Cleveland. I said Cleveland, and you oh, buzzed yeah, I, me. Well, no, I gave it to you. Oh, that all was right. a, that was one you got. Thirty, Detroit. Oh, Detroit! Come on, thirty-one, Rick, you big Cincinnati. Dummy. Yeah, thirty-two, Buffalo. You know, that should have been obvious. You talk about playing in a dump in a city that doesn't want them. I told you, I was a little surprised. Whoa. I thought they'd be a little higher, but it certainly didn't blow my mind because they're Buffalo. But they have a strong fan base. Well, yeah. No, it's well, the yeah. city of Buffalo itself that wants nothing to do with them. That's why they play out in the suburbs. <laughs> Fair. That, that stadium's as close to Buffalo as you live to downtown Pittsburgh, where you're at. It's kind of the same neighborhood it's in. In Chile? Well, the other, your oh. your oh. state oh. side, oh. your state Houses side and, home. Yeah. I have lots, a couple of really cool stories tonight. Oh, well, why don't you tell one of them? Well, only one cool story, but I had a couple of interesting facts because oh, of the, boy. the time of year that it is. And Summer? I got my wire tangled up here. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> August, and it, it was the um, anniversary of, you know, not so oh, here favorable we go. memories, but, I mean, of the, the atomic bomb being dropped in World War II. Okay. Now. Did you know? Oh. <laughs> it's every week with this. Did you know? Now, this is, talk about fortunate. Or non-fortunate. Not fortunate. Oh, I mean, I was unfortunate. going to say, normally, normally atomic it. bombs and good fortune <laughs> aren't synonymous. There are, there, there were, I'm sure they're not alive now, but there were 165 people that were known to have survived the Hiroshima bombing, traveled to Nagasaki, no, <laughs> and survived that one. Well, you got to play the lottery then, right? <laughs> if they had it back in 45, I'm sure Tell they would have. getting struck by lightning <laughs> twice. Yeah. Holy cow. That, that's true. About 106, of course, out of the thousands well, and thousands, yeah. but still, man, it, whew. Okay. The fo- Here's another fact. The force of the explosion was so strong that there were victims standing along a pier, and their shadows caused by the enormous heat are permanently hewed into the concrete. That's an awful fact. It is. That is sad. Why, why do you do that? <laughs> Just to put things in perspective for you, Mr. Talent. And one other, one other really interesting oh, fact. Oh, I'm sure it's scintillating. That there is st- still, there's a constant prejudice that follows the s- survivors of the bombings and their families in Japan. Many believe that the mutations from radiation are hereditary and could be contagious. And these people... That they actually can't even find jobs at times. It's like the show Manifest. 
Yeah. Exactly. That's a You've great show. Well, You've both seen it. Seen oh, every episode. It. Yeah. I'm waiting for fourth season to pop on. Huh. Well, it's done. They canceled it. No, I thought they did a fourth season. No. It's Finito. Finito okay. Santiago. Now they're trying to get Netflix to finish it, do one more season and finish it, but they ended on that big cliffhanger. And yeah. NBC said, you're finished. You're out. No you're kidding. done. Oh, Kick man. rocks. I could have sworn that they were doing another one. And I'm sitting here, okay, because it came on Hulu. Mm-hmm. But the season three came on Hulu and still hadn't made it to Netflix yet. Yeah. And it, it's finished for uh, right now as we sit here. The missus and I were looking for a new show. And I don't know if you ever notice on Netflix, they are the worst for doing a trailer. They'll only show a clip sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And it's like, what, what? I need a trailer. I don't need three minutes and 10 seconds of a specific scene. I, I want to know an overall Unless there's premise. like a hot chick in it. Then that, it's that'll Netflix. Bring You're not at a movie theater, all right? <sighs> but still, you need a show trailer. Speaking of Netflix, though, I... Another thing that may stun you, I took your advice and I watched Murder Mountain. And? Watched the whole thing in two days. I got that deep got into hooked. it. I was in deep. I was in deep in Murder Mountain. And, and, and I got to tell you, these documentaries, now this may speak more to my lack of intelligence than their, how great they are at building a story. By the end of that thing, they had me feeling bad for the illegal drug dealers about how the legalized weed was squeezing them out. I was feeling right. bad for these awful people. I felt terrible for them. Amazing. It's was that one kind of cute chick that was married to the old fat guy that ran yeah. the big one? You know, she, she had me all half choked up because they were losing their livelihood of selling like illegal old, drugs. It's kind of like the old Depression era days, you know. I wasn't there. I know no, you but were. That's but. what they did. They had everybody, you know, John Dillinger, Al Capone, them, they were viewed as heroes because they would set up soup kitchens or bonnie and clyde would give some money to a bum somewhere after they killed four people or robbed the bank <laughs> yeah. yeah but but this was it's insane people up there number one so so i gotta wonder so this is a place if you wanted to dunk somebody off this is where you take them they're driving around there there's just abandoned burnout shot up cars everywhere nobody pays attention you spent a lot of time in Florida and vagabonding around the country. Do you live in or know of any areas like this? And I assume you bought a lot of illegal drugs, too. No. The Everglades. Yeah. <laughs> never never did that. I tell you what, that's one place I would not want to go with all the pythons and everything hanging around it. They, they say that they're hurting the alligator population, for crying out loud. The pythons are the eating python, all the alligators. The pythons the boa constrictors, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they're not native to that, right? It's those no. dumb hillbillies buy them as pets and realize that was stupid and fling well, them out in the woods. More don't people they? from the north, you know, that just live in New York apartment, you know, thought this would be a nice little pet until <laughs> it got to be about six feet long. They, this thing's getting big. So, so they drive it to Florida? Like, why can't you just yeah. fling it in the sewer in New York? Because it's probably not easy to. Well, I mean, that's something I worry a lot about is toilet snakes. Uh, that's. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, about it almost every time. Really? One of the many reasons I I've can't never thought of one. One of the many reasons oh. I can't play on the road, if you know what I mean. I've never thought about one. A toilet yeah. snake. I think about it constantly. You see it now and again pop up. Somebody oh, yeah. just opens the toilet lid and there's a snake hanging out in there. 
That's one of those things of social media I wish did not happen. Yeah. Like It's planned. They just fake that shit. Well, I have no way of knowing that. All I know is I don't want to go flying in blind one day, and you do that sometimes, right? You, you have the urgency, if you, had, you will. You had some Taco Bell. Yeah, and you're not turning the lights on, and you're just plopping straight down, and next thing you know, snake, no good. I can't so- believe that this doesn't consume your thoughts like it does me. Did I ever tell you the joke? I'm sure you can't say it here. Well, yeah, well, I can't because I'll clean it up. <laughs> oh, I can't. You tend to be more inappropriate when you think you're cleaning things up than if you just say the awful thing you were going to no. say. Have you did, noticed this with yes. him? Did you, uh, did you finish watching The Big Lebowski? Oh, no. i okay. got to get back to that. So this is going to be painful, but once you watch it, if you ever see it on cable again, you have to watch it again. It has the best made-for-TV edit on the face of the planet. Like, oh. the best. I, I'm not going to ruin it. You just have to watch it and trust me. Yeah, I'll watch it. I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead with your joke. So, it's kind of, you know, it kind of reminds me of something, you know, that any of us would tell the other one. There's two guys. They Get were that out. dump button ready. They, they I, were, re- I wrote down the time. They, they were out in the woods, and they were going hunting. Okay. okay. So they were out walking around for quite some time, and the one fellow says, uh, hey, I'll be right back. I, you know, have to relieve myself. So he goes over in the bushes. You Make know, big potty. Just going number one. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so anyway, he's, he's over there. You know, doing what he's doing. Well, there happened to be a rattlesnake there. That's not good. It reached up and bit this His person. joint. Right on, you know, yes. On Was it the frank or the beans? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the frank. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he, he comes back and, and, you know, he's you know grimacing or whatever. His buddy I says, would say so. But he says, what's going on? You know, and he tells him. And um, he says, well, what do I do? He says, well, I don't know. He says, let me says, let me look on the phone here, you know. And oh, is this a suck the poison out he, joke? He, Did yeah, I just he, jump he, to the he end? He looks it up, you know, and he says, yeah, let's see. You're supposed to make a couple incisions in the fang marks and suck the poison out, you know. And he closes his phone back up, you know, and the guy says, what would it say? He says, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, we're not going to have that conversation. Let's uh, let's sell some sandwiches. We don't we don't want Bill uh, associated with that. So we're going to sell some sandwiches. A quick segment when we come back, and then I'm getting out of here again. I can't seem to stay in studio today. So this is good. More to come right after this. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, the Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the Western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com. Or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. And tell them Flager and Briggs sent you. You know, I've been thinking. 
Oh, God. We hosted Bill. Yes. He was a tremendous guest. I think now. I think he was a little perturbed that you duct taped him to the chair. Well, till Friday till the asylum show. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's what happens when you come into the asylum <laughs> studios. So I'm thinking we owe him a visit now. Reciprocity. Yes. And I'm thinking I can think of no better ad than if we went to the rat restaurant, recorded a show live, and did a bit of a tasting and a little bit of a food review. This is what I've been thinking. Yay! <laughs> I think I think we make this happen. They got the shady basement where he used to live. Right. We go hang out down there, do a show, and, and we give uh, give food reviews. That's because I'm a bit of a foodie, you know. Well, so yeah. I can give excellent reviews. Yes. So uh, let's work on that. Yep. I'll put I'll put it in my notes. In, in the notes that he leaves here in the studio. You know the every only. Week. The only thing I can improve upon your idea is you probably should have thought of that before we duct tape from the chair down here. Oh, you think he's angry now? We may lock us down there and not feed uh, us. Well, Finkelstein lived down there for months. That's so. true. So, what'd you, did you see O.J. Simpson? I, that's a terrible transition, <laughs> but I can't stop thinking about it. Did you see yeah. this? Talk about me being a bad transitioning guy here. But did you Did you see his recent quote? Why O.J. Simpson will not go to L.A. anymore? Well, yeah, because he may he may sit down next next <laughs> to the real killer. He may he's afraid he's going to run into the. I might be sitting next to whoever did it, and I really don't know who did this. Why doesn't he just shut up? He got away he with can't. it. He can't. He just can't. He's gloating. I mean, it, are it, we going to get is. the deathbed confession that? Oh yeah. It was me. I don't know. Right? I don't think somebody like him. I don't think that'll ever come out. You don't think unless he's he wrote it somewhere, not to be open to after he's dead. I because I, I don't think he. I think he wants that face. He wants attention. Till he's dead. Till but, he's gone. You know, he wants. He still wants to be OJ. Or do you think that he actually believes it at this point? Do you think he's lied to himself enough, or like he's blocked it out I mean, and actually thinks it? For as long as this has been going on, and as adamant as he is, I don't know. Like, but that's a bold statement. I will I, not I, go to Los right. Angeles for fear the real killer's still out there. And there's something. Yeah, that's just bizarre. It uh, is. I, I was fist pumping. All right, Rick. We do have it this week, though. Are you prepared? I'm always prepared. We, My favorite music. My new favorite song. Briggs on Twitter. That is we're the gonna, creepiest we're gonna have to do something voice a little, ever. A little better than him. No, I kind of like. He, he's really just starting to get it full of himself. Yeah, he, he is starting to smell himself. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. All right, I did a little extra work on this. That's good. I categorized okay. for you. So we're going to start out. There's three categories. Category number one. There wasn't any dead people. No, there were no dead See? people. So number category number one is okay. just Rick Briggs tweets out of context. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to read you the tweet. Okay. No background information. All right. Number one from at Chaos in Disorder on Twitter. Hopefully, the ferret could swim. Yes. <laughs> number two. Awkward is one word. For that type of arrogance. Right. I assume not related to the ferret. <laughs> Number three. This may be my favorite. Ferrets are kind of arrogant. 
<laughs> but that wasn't, it wasn't about him, Okay. Though. Number three, this may be my favorite in a vacuum. Okay. Already have chicken. <laughs> and number four, Yazoo Street Scandal. Right. I assume that was a stroke of some type you had going on, some type of medical incident. It would be amazing if all those were actually, like, replies. Related like to each same. other? <laughs> well, they're not. The, the same totally thread. Different. So, So that's Rick Briggs on Twitter, out of context. I'm kind of disappointed that you... Saved or you put the favorite one at third. You should have put it yeah. last. You I decided it. it was my favorite as I was reading okay. through them again gotcha. because I have so many favorites. Because hopefully the ferret could swim is a pretty good tweet. I mean, only yeah. a lunatic, <laughs> delusional maniac would tweet that under any circumstance. But it was it was laced with sarcasm. I I would hope well, you would know. I did. Do you I want me to give you the context? No, of the no. Answer? I really that ruins the whole. The well, whole I know thing. because it actually makes sense. No, it doesn't make of sense. Course it there does. is no reason to ever tweet about the swimming ability of a ferret. I'm well, see, sorry. That's what you don't understand. And here we go. Here's another one. It seems we In get fact, this I think every I week. I will explain. Oh, that. for God's sake! <laughs> one of our guys that we followed for years you oh, know, an yeah. analyst always on, blame the guys an, we an analyst, and he was talking about he was trying to get i believe it was to the airport i think was the tweet but he got held up because a lady jumped off a bridge into the river with her ferret okay i said well, i hope the ferret can swim <laughs> I liked it better without the context. It was less hateful and murderous. It was sarcasm. Category number two. Yes. This is something you do every week, mm -hmm. and it drives me insane. Which is why I do it <laughs> and in fact, every week. We have chewed <laughs> listeners out for yep. doing this same thing to Which us. Which is why I do it every week, because it incenses you. But once again, yes. somebody posts a poll Okay. with four options. Right. Those aren't good enough for Rick Briggs. Oh, no. Uh-oh, I forget this one. Rick I know Briggs I can't have it. Just for you, but I forget this one. So somebody wanted to know which of these, okay. and I highlight, I wrote it in all caps on my show prep, too. Okay. These ACD songs uh -huh. are your favorite. Which of these ACDC songs? Right. They gave four options. Right. Not going to cut it for Rick Briggs. <laughs> he had to let everybody oh. know. That a whole lot of Rosie Please is a song he knew what it was. Please read the entire I'll tweet. do news. Exactly. Such because a thing. it said, have others, please drop them here. No, that's so a goddamn lie. That's a goddamn lie. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll prove it because I'll just pull it up, post it back on Twitter, and... and You'll do no such thing. I mean, here's why on Twitter. Here's why you do this. Well, you want you, know pe you want this. people to know you know he knows why I do this. No, you <laughs> want people to know you know obscure songs or obscure movies, and thus giving you moral superiority out over the normies, the ham and no. eggers, the strap hangers out there. You're showing the depth and no. breadth of your worthless stoner knowledge. Actually, no. I just you just appreciate a good B side. <laughs> we yeah. can put I mean, a foot in your B side. Best. That's, that's valid. It so, wasn't one of the choices. These. These. Have another one? These, Drop it right here. These. Simple as that. So I did what I was told. All right. And Sorry that it in, in, uh, you know made you a bit angry. And this last category, Rick, one, it's a new one. I'm excited about it. I call it 
General Douchery. <laughs> okay. Tweet asks a question, and as we all know, Rick thinks if he sees a question asked on Twitter, he's bound by law to answer it. Of course. That is Twitter law. There's no doubt. So You're the right. tweet says, give me one reason why Josh Allen should be ranked over Mahomes. Rick Briggs simply responds, no. <laughs> Petulantly says no. He's trying to start a discussion or make, or make a point about why people are either crazy you know or... really funny about this? <laughs> Talk about playing two sides of the fence. You know, he said you crap that I put out there, and then... He doesn't send it to me. I do my own oh, research. don't tell me that he's not involved somehow. He's in no way involved. <laughs> this is Briggs establishing dominance on social media. No. No! <laughs> I will not! <laughs> no, I, I just can't. Well, he said, give me one. Re- I, you know, no. There's no reason to try. <sighs> I think he was trying to, since you feel the need to reply to everyone, he was trying to spark a conversation uh, about Holmes versus Josh. If I respond and converse with the guy, you don't have to answer everything on Twitter. No, so that, I didn't. That is no. not true. I saw you had several meaningful fantasy debates on Twitter, and notice I left those out. That's what fantasy Twitter exists for, not petulant, <laughs> snotty-nosed, douchebaggery. <laughs> no! It was not. Petulant, <laughs> snotty-nosed, douchebaggery. Like that. Is that too long for a show Give me title? a yay for that one. Yeah. Yay! See, I'll give you a yay, because that, that was nice. It might I be like too that. long for a show title, though. No, oh, you don't. Be a good the, t-shirt, yeah. though. That'd be a great T-shirt. What was it again? Petulant, snotty, douchebaggery. PSD. PSDB. Oh, we could call the show PSDB, and then people would have to listen to know what I was talking about. Till the very end. The I very like end. Yeah, I speaking like that. of that, I got to get out of here. Well, thank God. I mean... <laughs> Why do you hurt me? <laughs> yeah. Because it's uh, yeah, because you get hurt so bad. Okay, so that was there's, Rick Briggs there's on Twitter. Nothing else. I know that's all I got. Oh. I, I I keep it succinct. I was stunned. I mean, there was plenty others. These were just the highlights. And now we've got categories, so that's the most important thing. I'm thankful you have that. Ooh, it's the end music. Oh really? This is it. But I wanted to tell you a story, but I guess I have to do it next week. I'll just give you a little, since Ooh. he likes trailers. Ah, give, him the, give us the preview. It's about a Washington State man wearing a yellow dress. Is that oh. even news anymore? It's piqued my interest. Who stole a school bus. A yellow school bus? Well, yes. Ironically, no. <laughs> and later in the story, he drove a yellow front end loader. So, it's an interesting story. Oh, that's something... Something to come back for. We will kick off the show next week. So thanks so much for listening. And it got better at the end, but I doubt anybody actually made it to that point. So check out everything over at Chaos and Disorder on the Twitters, Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook. Go find Friday night the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show, AsylumFantasySports.com. Until next time, we'll see you. Indubitably. No, we can't end the show on that. (laughs) It drives me nuts. Until next time, we'll see you. <laughs> yeah, take care. Thank you. And since you're in a hurry, hasta luego. Bye, horse. But I'm letting the uh, the uh, solo play. Oh. Well, doesn't that have to end on bye, horse?
wish I could do that. I'll teach you sometime. <laughs> hey, still recording? <laughs> <laughs>